Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. By policy for notifying students and parents about certain scholastic awards. An arrest has been made in the killing of a D.C. woman who was shot while she was waiting for her takeout order in Southeast this week. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com at 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, and there is a big search on in eastern Missouri for five men who escaped from the St. Francis County Jail. KMOV-TV reporter Gabriela Vidal is in Farmington, Missouri. Newly shared video shows two of those inmates going under the parking lot gate at Centene Corporation, which is near the jail. And less than a minute later, a dark gray 2009 Toyota Scion pulls up to the gate. Three more inmates get in, and they leave. The escaped men were facing charges ranging from burglary and property damage to assault and rape. In Massachusetts, there are now formal charges against the husband of a woman who has been missing since New Year's, Brian Walsh, accused of her killing and other counts as well. Do you understand those were the only two words Brian Walsh spoke aloud in a Quincy, Massachusetts courtroom. The defendant is not before the court charged with murder of his wife, Anna Walsh. Anna Walsh disappeared on New Year's Day. Though the 39-year-old's body has not been found, prosecutors are relying on surveillance video, physical evidence, and digital forensics to build a murder case. WBZ-TV's Beth Germano, Brian Walsh, is being held without bail. He's due back in court February 9th. Our weather watch has moved east from the west coast after weeks of storms there. Now it is snow over the plain states and its aftermath in Colorado. KCNC-TV's Alan Janay is in Denver where Interstate 70 really got hammered. What happened out here? Strong winds whiteout conditions, and then extremely slippery roads. One trucker told me one truck just began to go out of control, then another, then another, then another. Because of the difficulty in getting tow trucks out here and other help to just get this highway cleared out. Don't be expecting that it'll be open anytime soon. It is another sign and a big one of cutbacks in the tech industry. Microsoft announcing about 10,000 layoffs, cutting back from its big expansion just a couple of years ago. CNET editor Ian Schur. In many ways, these layoffs are very unsettling. We're talking about companies that make billions of dollars in profit, and now they're saying the economic outlook is forcing them to cut costs. But it's also worth noting that in many cases, including Microsoft, these job cuts are tiny compared to the number of people they hired during the pandemic. And back then, among the most praised leaders in the world was the Prime Minister of New Zealand, Jacinda Ardern. Now she has decided to step down. I know what this job takes, and I know that I no longer have enough in the tank to do it justice. It's that simple. Ukraine is in deep mourning for its interior minister and about a dozen other people killed in a helicopter crash into a kindergarten. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. WTLP at 1203. 
Thursday morning, January 19th, 2023. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy overnight early morning. Spotty showers developing by sunrise parts of the area. 30s and 40s for the low. We're at 44 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your midnight Thursday hour ride. The top local story we're looking at for you this morning as we head into this Thursday together is the historic inauguration this week of Maryland's 63rd governor. Wes Moore has been sworn in officially now as the state's first ever black governor during a ceremony locally in Annapolis this week. There are no other black governors actually in office nationwide right now. Our team coverage on WTOP begins with WTOP's Nick Ainelli. He's always believed that everyone deserves an equal shot at success. Oprah Winfrey, one of Governor Wes Moore's longtime supporters, speaking to the crowd in Annapolis as Moore was sworn in. As governor of Maryland. Congratulations, Governor Moore. Moore laid out some of his top priorities, including a service year option for high school graduates, which would provide job training and mentorship to young Marylanders. He said he wants the state to lead in addressing childhood poverty and tackling the racial wealth gap. While Maryland has the highest median income in the country, one in eight of our children live in poverty. We must refuse to accept that. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I'm John Doman in Annapolis, along with thousands of people who came to see Wes Moore become the state's newest governor and first ever black governor. Oh, it was beautiful. I, I really loved it. Betty Squire came here from Northeast Baltimore, hopeful about what the next four years will bring. Probably Democrat. We need to work together. And that's what he's all about. I think he's going to be wonderful. Libby Lewandowski lives here in Annapolis. I heard his message that we have to work together. Can't do it alone. But as Veronica Grant of Annapolis noted, Democrats also have strong majorities in both chambers of the state house. All the way down the line to back him. So he has no excuse not to be able to get things done. In Annapolis, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 1205 Thursday morning. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin calling this week for legislation to require students and parents alike to be told about certain scholastic awards. His announcement coming in response to widening concerns now about how some local Northern Virginia school districts failed apparently to publicly recognize student achievements on a standardized test. Youngkin's office says he had asked two lawmakers to sponsor legislation on his behalf during the ongoing General Assembly session. His office says the measures would ban any school or school employee from withholding information that relates to recognition of awards earned by the student. It would also be illegal to hold back information that may affect the student's admission to a college or university. D.C. police have now arrested this week the 15-year-old boy accused of killing a woman during a shooting incident in southeast D.C. happening Tuesday night. They say the shooter and another man were injured at around 9 in the evening Tuesday during a gunfight at the Moonstar carryout on Benning Road. Investigators believe a teen pulled out a gun and attempted to shoot his attacker. That's when 54-year-old Dale Henson was shot in the head. Our news partners at NBC4 say this morning Henson was picking up, at the time, food for her niece. Her boyfriend was killed in a shooting himself the previous weekend. Her daughter, Tamika Keys, telling NBC4 that the incident should never have happened. You shouldn't be shooting when older people or kids are around, period. You shouldn't be shooting, period, but most definitely not when older people or kids are around. The teen has been charged with second-degree murder in Henson's killing. Police are still looking this morning for the man who fired first. WTOP at 12.07, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Stay with us. How a busy baker beat back foot pain. 
Meet Sanja. Brownies, cupcakes, cookies. I love to bake. There have been times when I've been on my feet for at least 12 hours. And that's how things went from sweet to sour. I had excruciating pain in both feet to a point where I had to limp out of the kitchen. So she called up a former foot pain sufferer, her big sister. She told me, you need to go to the Good Feet store and get some arch supports. Smart lady. It was an awesome experience. Scott took great care of my feet. He's the arch support specialist who fitted her. He was very patient, very knowledgeable. Scott was the man. Now Sanja can have her cake and bake it too. Oh yeah, my feet are very happy now. You're going to have to make some cookies for Scott. I've already done that. Of course you did. The Good Feet Store has seven locations in greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com for the location nearest you. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Coming right up on WTF. A family struggled to pick up the pieces. Christmas was brutal. After losing everything in a Gaithersburg explosion, I'm Mike Marillo. It's 1208. A second up with Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, work continues on the Beltway in Virginia on the inner loop as you head north of the Dolls Toll Road, headed toward Georgetown Pike again. Single file left gets you by the sound wall installation. Uh, as of late, delays have begun to ease getting into and through the work zone, so good news for folks who are on the road early this morning. The rest of the Beltway through both Maryland and Virginia in pretty good shape. Now, over in Chevy Chase, Connecticut Avenue shut down in both directions between Manor Road and Chevy Chase Lake Drive. This as a result of the a Purple Line Bridge project where they're uh, putting down the new bridge for the Capitol Crescent Trail along the Purple Line. So, again, traffic is uh, diverted in each direction. Just follow the posted detour signs to get around the closure. Uh, for now, no big delay as a result. Uh, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway approaching 175. Single file left gets you by the work zone. Northbound side of the parkway, the ramp to go east on 175 closed by the road work. 70 eastbound as you leave Frederick County headed toward Carroll County between the exit for New Market, uh, exit 62, and the exit for Mount Airy, exit 68. Uh, single file right gets you by the work, but as of late, just a brief tap of the brakes there as well. Southbound New Hampshire Avenue approaching Sheridan Street. Emergency work has you down to a single left lane getting by. In Virginia, 66 westbound between Route 7 and the Beltway. Single left lane gets you by. Then as you approach and pass 123 in Fairfax, Single right lane past the work there. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic. For today, we'll have rain at times, otherwise cloudy skies. Rain becomes more likely closer to sunrise, which is at about 720 today. Throughout the day, we'll have our temperatures warming to near 50, with rain continuing at times right on through the evening hours. We dry out overnight, and cold air moves in with blustery winds. Wind gusts tomorrow up to 30, even 35 miles an hour. We'll put wind chills in the 20s and 30s, with clouds giving way to sun. Mostly sunny and a bit breezy on Saturday. Highs in the low to mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now we are looking at 40 degrees in Rockville, 43 Ashburn, 43 in District Heights. It is right now 47 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTLP at 12 Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. 
Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Amadith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP. Dean Lane. Thursday morning, midnight hour, January 19th, 2023. Welcome in. Where the time now, IWTOP is 1212. This is WTOP News. It's been more than two months since an explosion ripped through a condo locally, a building there in Gaithersburg. The blast, according to police, was caused by a man taking his own life. WTOP's Mike Marillo sat down to talk with several families who continue to struggle to recover from this, among them a family with an infant daughter. On November the 16th, Mark St. George answers a call from his wife at work. She says, honey, I think the building is on fire. He rushes to his Potomac Oaks condo building. And when I get there, there's nothing left of my place. I see it completely on fire. His wife suffered smoke inhalation, but she and their daughter got out in time. For the family, the days since have been rough, going from hotel to hotel. I went through a lot of stress, a lot of stress. My wife went through a lot of stress. And our infant daughter, you could tell by looking at her and the way she was um, responding, she knows that she's not home. She knows she's bouncing from one place to another. St. George says also making things worse is insurer State Farm called them two days before Christmas to say they were not insured because his father, who bought the policy, didn't have St. George on it. Christmas was brutal. After WTOP called State Farm, St. George received a call saying that he was covered and State Farm says they're working with the family. He says one thing that got them through is all the people who stepped forward to donate to the survivors of the blast. If it wasn't for them, this would be a whole different story. We literally would probably be living in the car. Now St. George hopes they can truly move forward and pick up the pieces. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Locally in Prince George's County, three people are this morning under arrest and linked to a string of robberies targeting taxi drivers. Two of the suspects, Omar Hernandez and Jose Linares Hernandez, both 20 years old, have been linked to five armed robberies that occurred over the past few weeks near Langley Park. The victims were independent taxi drivers. A 15-year-old has also been arrested, accused of robbing two taxi drivers at Knife Point just last week. Prince George's County Police are still looking into several other similar incidents near Langley Park, where the suspects call a taxi and then rob the driver at gun or knife point. Anyone with information about the robberies should reach out to police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Officials at Reagan National Airport are planning major construction work on two runways this year. It'll have to be done while keeping air traffic running smoothly. For two weeks in April this spring, crews will repave a secondary runway at DCA. Then in May, they'll shift to the airport's main runway, we're told. That work will run through mid-October. DCist reports this week they will keep using the runway during the day. Overnight flights may have to change their approach and how they use the other runway. Airport officials say they will have more details on passenger impacts coming in March. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Big Red. Midnight hour, Thursday morning, January 19th, 12.15 at Robster. The Wizards were finally healthy and whole, and it showed. Never trailing the Knicks on their way to a 116-105 win in New York. That snaps a two-game slide. Bradley Beal returned from a five-game absence to score 18 points and told NBC Sports Washington of the hamstring that sidelined him. It feels good. The biggest thing is the win, and the medical staff is being super cautious this time around, and rightfully so. And the return to play was totally different. A lot more testing, a lot of more things I had to check off the box before coming out here. But it feels amazing, man, just to be back out here with the guys. Rui Hachimura went scoreless and missed all seven of his shots on the day the Athletic reported the Wizards are open to dealing the fourth-year pro ahead of the February 9th trade deadline. Down to level 10th-ranked UVA beat rival Virginia Tech 78-68 to win their fourth straight and improved to 6-2 and two in the ACC. In the Patriot League, Navy snapped a five-game slide with a 63-45 victory over Boston, but Americans suffered a third straight loss 70-59 to Lafayette. The Washington Commanders are now looking inward for their next offensive coordinator, interviewing quarterbacks coach Ken Zampezi for the position. I think that would be a disaster, but Dave Preston said in this week's D.C. Sports Huddle. He has a wealth of NFL experience. It's almost the logical move, although if Scott Turner wasn't the right guy for this offense, is the guy who was working under him, is he the right answer? I say no, but there's an intriguing option that could possibly bring a Super Bowl MVP quarterback to Washington. So get the full D.C. Sports Huddle discussion on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. 1217 on WTOP Thursday morning. This is WTOP News. Are you looking to have a few laughs this weekend, entertainment-wise, in Montgomery County? The Gillahoot Comedy Club opens Friday at La Mexicana in Gaithersburg. Somewhere during the pandemic, we came up with the idea that when we open a comedy club, we wanted it to give back to the community. The idea being each show we do each weekend, we would donate part of our proceeds to local Montgomery County nonprofits. Erwin Weinstein and co-founder Ken Water are grateful to La Mexicana for hosting. And they are as into the concept as we are. You get some good food, get a couple margaritas, and laugh the night away. The ribbon cutting is 3 p.m. Friday, followed by comedian Chris Kosha performing on Friday and Saturday nights to benefit the nonprofit Comfort Cases. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. A small piece of British royal family history now in the hands of Kim Kardashian. This morning, the model and influencer just bought a diamond cross necklace that was once worn by Princess Diana. And Sotheby's, the rep there, telling TMZ that Kardashian apparently bought the piece for nearly 200000 bucks at auction. It was famously worn by Princess Diana at a London charity gala in 1987. <laughs> Top stories we're following on WTOP locally. Maryland has a brand new governor this morning. Democrat Wes Moore taking the oath of office officially this week at a ceremony in Annapolis. He is the state's first ever black governor. And currently the only black governor serving in the nation. Some schools in Northern Virginia are under fire for failing to properly notify students about academic achievements. Now the governor is calling for a statewide solution. And Brian Walsh was arraigned officially Wednesday on charges of murdering his wife, D.C. real estate executive Anna Walsh. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTLP.com. At 1218. Rich Hunters in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, spoke a little too soon. They were actually still having traffic get by to the right in each direction on Connecticut Avenue between Manor Road and Chevy Chase Lake Drive. So not closed just yet, but it appears that that closure is imminent, so just be aware. But for now, you were squeezing by to the right each way. Now, Bellway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's County, as of late, no issues. Headed to or from uh, the eastern shore, 
Uh, still working on the Bay Bridge, westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. Delays have been brief. Over in Upper Marlboro, Woodyard Road between Rosaryville Road and Dower House Road. They alternate traffic one direction at a time through the work zone. A 95 in Virginia, southbound as you approach and pass the exit for Dale City. Work zone blocks the left lane of three. Further south in Stafford County, shades south of Route 610. Single right lane of three block with the work zone. Northbound 95 between Fredericksburg and the Beltway looks good. 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. You're in good shape there. They are working southbound between Seminary Road and Duke Street. Working along the right side, you stay left to get by, but as of late, uh, no significant delay as a result. Interloop headed north of the Dulles Toll Road toward Georgetown Pike, still down to a single left lane to the work zone. Now open, Metro Silver Line extension is, re- is connecting you to six new stations, including Dulles Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We'll have rain at times today with cloudy skies otherwise, starting off the day with temperatures in the 30s to near 40 and warming into the mid-40s to low 50s, so a cold, damp rain out there. For tomorrow, blustery, wind chills in the 20s and 30s, with highs near 50, gusts up to 30, even close to 40 miles an hour. Mostly sunny, a bit breezy on Saturday. Highs in the low to mid-40s. We're in the 40s on Sunday, with rain likely during the afternoon and evening hours. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Stimulia Draper. 43 in Upper Marlboro, 45 Centerville. We are at 45 now in our nation's capital. Midnight hour, Thursday morning, January 19th. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Coming right up on WTOP. The statue of a Virginia teenage civil rights pioneer. She created this moment. I'm Dick Uliano. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. Oh, Thursday morning, midnight hour, January 19th. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 1222. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at WTLP, we're learning that Fairfax County is not the only school district, apparently, in our region that failed to notify students about national merit commendations. Inside Nova reports this week, Prince William County school officials say an accidental oversight delayed notification there, too. 28 high school students who attended Colgan, Patriot, Battlefield, and Forest Park High Schools were affected, we're told. It comes as Fairfax County Public Schools and Thomas Jefferson High for Science and Technology in particular are being investigated right now in part over concerns from parents about commendations that were withheld from students. Artist Stephen Weitzman's statue of Frederick Douglass is in the U.S. Capitol, and he is now working on a statue, we're told, of a Virginia teen civil rights pioneer, which also will be installed beneath the Capitol Dome. Seven decades ago, Barbara Johns led a student strike 
to protest conditions at her all-black high school in Farmville, Virginia. Keep in mind that in 1951, you know, Martin Luther King was still going to college. At his Brentwood, Maryland studio, artist Stephen Weitzman says it's a privilege to create the statue of the teenager who helped outlaw school segregation. A remarkable story by a remarkable person. The statue commissioned by the state of Virginia will replace Confederate General Robert E. Lee, which has represented Virginia for more than a century in the capital. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. There's a new trail in Alexandria to tell you about. It will highlight the city's black history coming to southern Old Town next month. It's all part of the larger African-American Heritage Trail, as it's known, which aims to connect parts of the city while highlighting the contributions of black Alexandrians. The New South Trail route is the second, actually, in the series of trails that covers the waterfront. It will take you along the water from the foot of King Street to Jones Point, a little more than two miles. There are 19 stops in all along the way that tell a different story at each stop about local black history. As egg prices skyrocket across the country right now, one service is allowing people to rent chickens, rent them to produce their own eggs at home. The service is called Rent the Chicken. And it's exactly what it sounds like. Americans can purchase a package that will provide them either two or four hens for up to six months. Also included in the package is a mini incubator, a high-powered candling light, seven fertile eggs, and a starter kit to house your chickens. If you choose to go with four hens, you could see an average of 16 to 28 eggs per week. The service is available nationwide, and pricing depends on where you live and the affiliate you purchase from. In Los Angeles, one farm is charging $225. Tony Genualdo, Fox News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good Thursday morning, January 19th, 1225 on WTOP. Money News, each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Americans are shopping more online than ever before. Even as overall retail sales fell last month, the government says sales at non-store retailers, mostly e-commerce, jumped more than 11% in December, taking a greater share of the total retail sales pie. More turbulence for Southwest Airlines as pilots prepare to vote on a possible strike. Voting will start May 1st, but will not allow pilots to immediately walk off the job. It is one of a series of steps required under federal law that eventually could lead to a strike. Contract talks have been going on for three years without an agreement. The orange juice on your breakfast table is about to get a lot more expensive. Florida orange growers are now harvesting their smallest crop in almost 90 years. The crop has been decimated by hurricanes, an unexpected freeze, and a citrus disease that is killing many of the state's orange trees. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hi, I'm Mike Richman of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. Did you serve in the military? Veterans should take note of a new life insurance program called VA Life. The program provides guaranteed acceptance of whole life insurance coverage to veterans 80 and under with any level of service-connected disability. Some veterans 81 and older may also be eligible. Guaranteed acceptance is a whole life policy that doesn't require a medical exam or ask health questions. It also doesn't have a limited two-year window to sign up. Whole life insurance provides coverage.